0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. Happy Halloween. Happy Wednesday. Hump day. Hope everything's going good. Hope you got your costume in order. Hope you're wearing it on your way to work. If you work in one of those offices that make you wear a costume, that would suck. But hopefully, you're driving in your car, you're wearing a costume, you're listening to this. Let's get into some fun topics today. All right, what's up, Jake? How are you doing? Do you know where that song is from? Can you even hear it?
1: I know it's... Was it a cover of I Put a Spell on You? Isn't that...
0: It's a song. Well, it's the Hocus well there's an old song. Okay, so that's from HP. It's the Hocus Pocus version because it's Wednesday, which means it's Women's Music Wednesday. Right. And it's Halloween, so I want to play to the the, the holiday but I searched for about 20 minutes for a female cover of Monster Mash.
1: Right. Dude, I got so excited. When you said Halloween, I initially go, yup, Monster Mash o'clock. Because and then so that, you dropped that, and I was like, uh, sad. And I'm already having a sad day.
0: Yeah, yeah you're having a uh, eerily sad day for 7.23 in the morning, mountain time. But yes, uh, there's no good female coverage of Monster Mash. But I watched some YouTube clips of the guy singing, Bobby Pickett singing Monster Mash, and they're fantastic. You have to watch. She does this, like, monster face, but it's 1950s.
1: Yeah, it's the absolute best. It's one of my favorite songs.
0: Yeah, it's a really good song. Well, I couldn't play it. We have to, we have strict rules here.
1: So St- strict.
0: It's Women men's Wednesday. But, yeah, Monster Mash is a great song. That's Hocus Pocus. How are you doing, Jake?
1: I'm all right, man. I... uh I broke a vase this morning. Sorry, I had to play a little monster mash. It's a really good song. It was the monster mash. Um, Yeah, so I mean, I wake up, uh, the girl and the dog are getting ready. They're, spoiler, they're wearing matching lion outfits um, because they're. They're building. They're in like a shared workspace. It's having like a little costume contest. Maybe they'll win. I don't know. I just just an opportunity for her to bring in the dog in the office uh, once a year.
0: I hope there's someone in the office that's allergic to dogs like me. It's always the worst day of the year for people like oh, me. Oh,
1: it, it's always dog friendly. So if it is that, it's the worst year of their life every year.
0: That's how my office was in California, and my owner would bring his dog in. And I just shut my office because, hey, I'm really allergic to dogs. So this is really inconvenient for me.
1: Yeah, I think like if you're one of those people, you can't work at any of those companies because it's all like open concept and everything. So it's almost almost
0: discrimination. It it really Um, sucks because you don't want to be the person that's hiding from the dog because that makes you a bad person. But like, I I can't have the dog getting its dander all over my office because then I'm drowsy, I'm sneezing, I can't work. I think it's literally like part of the
1: interview, Jim. Like, if you're there, it's a no-go. So yeah. it's okay. sucks. It's okay.
0: Um, you're out. Maybe I'd really uh, like to work there.
1: I broke a vase this morning.
0: So you are a vase guy. I asked you that earlier. I think I'm I, a, Oh,
1: I go back and forth uh, on all yeah. those words. I I'm I up. Vase. Caramel, caramel. I, I, I flip every other time just because it's more fun that way. And why do people, why do people put themselves in a box? Who
0: cares? Yeah. I mean, caramel and caramel I flip as well. What about um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean? Yeah, I- I'm Caribbean. I never say Caribbean.
1: Oh, yeah. All of them. But uh, yeah, so smash that pretty good after already juggling a workspace and getting ready and, and an animal and a human and just had one of those. I just let out a, a huge a monster scream, a monster mash. Just so mad at myself. Nice. Like, how do you just break something?
0: <laughs> I like know. think about that yeah well you know what I, I i dropped a cup of water yesterday and it was that thing where i picked it up and i had it like half in my hands like in my fingertips you know but not a good grip and my dumb brain was like we can readjust and solve this using just that hand and not like taking a moment to put it down and re-pick it up so i tried to like let it slide down my fingertips into my palm and then it spilled everywhere and in the process of me losing grip i tried to like stab at it which then flung it and it's just what are you doing what's your brain like what do you think you are spider-man just put it down and grab it up again so yeah you probably had one of those moments with your uh boss.
1: yeah i mean just you you're old enough you know the consequences of actions and it's just like how did i put myself in the situation where that was even a possibility so uh playing through
0: that i'm playing hurt coach i'm playing Um, hurt too
1: no you're not nearly as ever hurt as me bad brain
0: you don't know what i'm dealing with i went to pick up an air conditioning yesterday to move it uh air conditioning unit they have like that wire mesh on the back so i picked it up and i didn't realize i was grabbing it by the wire mesh and then it like slid so i have about seven paper cuts down one of my tips of my fingers which is the mildly infuriating, because now, like, every time I type, I feel that. Every time I touch a glass, I feel that, because it's, you know, fingertips. So, I'm playing hurt. Yeah, man. I also had a lot of liquids to drink this All morning. All
1: right. No, you're you're done.
0: You're yeah. water's buying it. Water, Nobody's coffee, it. and a smoothie this morning. So, I was juggling three glasses, and I was like, this is too many glasses. <laughs> so... That was something. Very spooky. Very spooky. It's Halloween. Ooh. 20 minutes of just us oohing. Yeah, I think we just got to talk about something, man. (laughs) Ooh. The Rangers beat the Sharks in a shootout, Jake. Their first road win of the season. Sharks are a pretty good team. It is a pretty good game. It went back and forth, but the Rangers should have won in regulation. The Sharks tied it up as they like basically hit a uh buzzer beater to tie it up at the end of the third. And then it went to a shootout and Henrique Henrique's good. He made a lot of good saves. But yeah. Did he get hurt or something? I saw some tweets about that. I don't know. He 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 was in there for the shootout, so i don't think Okay.
1: So. so maybe he got bumped into.
0: Thomas Hertel had a nice y- goal.
1: Your two teams, Jimmy.
0: Yeah, it was kind of weird. I, I got over the sharks pretty quick. I never really was fully on them anyway. But I was watching the the highlights in the condensed game this morning. And I was like, yeah, go Rangers. Go blue shirts. Henrik's good. I mean, that's that's I mean, I can't believe I have to tell people this. Breaking news that uh, he's, hey, he's you a, hot take me. He's a good goalie. But for only... first road win, they're four and seven, last in the division. Go Rangers.
1: I have a Henrik jersey. You, you do? That? Yeah. No. That's nice. Just start wearing it during the show. Yes. Okay. What are you gonna be for Halloween? He did the mash, the Um monster
0: mash.
1: I don't know, dude. I don't think I'm gonna dress up tonight. I I I I went out as a um I went out as a sexy Rudolph on Saturday, and now now I don't know. I don't think I'm doing anything. I think I think I'm just chilling in my apartment like it's a regular night. And I think there's some rooted issues with that. I don't think I'm ha- I don't think my internal self is happy with that.
0: With staying in for Halloween on a Wednesday yeah, night? Yeah, I
1: think I think I'm looking for someone to convince me into like a thirty year old way to celebrate Halloween on a Wednesday night. Like someone be like, Yo, spooky bar trivia happy hour and I could be like, Yes, okay. Interested <laughs> but I don't think that exists.
0: <laughs> it's a weird move when you're like out, not like going crazy drinking and not have kids yet. It's like, what do you do for Halloween? And I mean, Wednesday's just
1: the worst because it's just a mental pivot, just like your brain allows you to break a vase in, in your living room in the morning. You know, it's Saturday. It was what? 10. It was Saturday, 1027. And I'm getting dressed up in this violently sexy reindeer outfit. I I hate it when there's those nights, and I I guess it's appreciated more a a little younger and at college and stuff when you have four-day Halloween weekends, but when you go to a bar and everyone's in Halloween costume, that's a good time, that's a great time, but when it's October 27th and you have, you know, half the guys are dressed up, half the girls are dressed up. Half of them, half of the dressed-up girls are dressed super slutty, and then you have people in regular outfits. It's like, what are we doing here? As a society,
0: what are we really doing here? Yeah, I mean, I, I hate dressing up for Halloween, so I'll, I'll, I'll gladly... If one person's not dressed up, I'm so happy, and I'll just hang out by them. Right. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the guy that ruins your time. You don't hate getting dressed up. I, I mean, there was, like, in college when we had groups, I liked it, but my entire, like, being a young kid... I think the three years we dressed up in college are the only three years I actively dressed up.
1: Right, and you like the getting dressed up part. I'm I'm thinking there's ancillary parts of Halloween that are the actual problem because you you like a good outfit.
0: I do like a good outfit, like but throwing Halloween, on a like good a, fur coat. Yeah, but a costume I'm not into. Like having to be somebody. You'll never be anyone. Ooh, I I have a I have an international sports story that's either going to cheer you up or get you more mad yeah let's talk about it the venice which is a mispronunciation of venice marathon got flooded and the marathoners had to run through about a foot of water and the pictures and videos are insane i just got like such a frustrated chuckle out of it marathoners are such weirdos and they train so hard and to show up on the day of the race. And it's like, we have to run through a foot of water. I I would bow out, but these are the exact people that wouldn't bow out. What kind of feelings did you get when you saw these videos? Interesting. Cause we have mar-
1: marathon weekend coming up. Um, it's awful. A, I was mad that this was our lead national sports story, <laughs> but it does fit. Um, yeah, and it's 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 people that have trained for a year, and there's we. This is the part we don't know is how much of it is flooded. We don't know if it's one street because um, so what I saw there's videos. There's a similar video in a similar area of people running in water up to their knees. Uh, which is a nightmare. And then they showed a couple other, but they weren't runners. They showed people that like the water was up to their hip. Um, I mean, f- some fun pictures and images, but just so awful. And I, so at first I got mad at like weather because you assume that's what ruins it. And then I remember this is in Venice. This is, I think this is par for
0: the course. So, like, A, I'm pretty mad at Venice. I'm mad at Venice all the time. I just think it's such a dumb thing. It sounds so cool. Oh. It sounds so cool. There's, you know, fucking roads or water and all that shit. And then you go there. I've been to Venice, and it's pretty dirty. The water's, like, four feet deep. And it's kind of smelly. And, like, this isn't romantic. It's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, build your city somewhere else.
1: Yeah, or just punt. Like n- this, this isn't gonna work
0: anymore. Back in the day, like a couple decades ago, '70s, '60s, they had a problem because people would just throw their garbage into the water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would do that.
1: I know, I know, and I probably my heart of hearts would too sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I'm kind of out on Venice. Not to do what I'm out on this week. I'm out on Venice. I'm out on my brain. I'm out on vases and vases. Uh, Yeah, and dude, I I I know you don't want me to be real, but dude, that sucks. Like, what if you're one of the people that's not an actual marathon hardo, but you thought it was something you have to check off in your in your life list? And you trained really hard for the year, and then you're running in knee-high water?
0: Yeah, I just wouldn't do it. would be like, oh, shit, that sucked.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, no, guys, cancel the marathon. Yeah. Because we're running through
0: water. I have a good memory from Venice. We did a tour, and there was like seven of us on the tour, my whole family. Sure. And the, the tour guide, he was all right, but my family has never stayed to the end of a tour. And I had to tell my girlfriend, Katie, that when she booked a tour in Philadelphia earlier this summer, I was like, listen, no matter what you book, my family's going to leave the tour early and you can't be insulted by that. Right. It's just like how the O'Briens work. They get bored and they just ditch. Even if, like, I love it. It's like most five of us don't. So anyway, we're in Venice and the tour is interesting for a while. And then we're all kind of like, this is pretty, pretty boring now. So one by one, like we have to leave because we all can't seven of us. We were half of the tour. Right. Can't just ditch right away. That's rude. So it takes about seven minutes or like 10 minutes and one at a time, just like wheels off, doesn't make the next move. And finally, my brother-in-law, Brett, who's like a really good natured, good guy. Well, we're good, too. We just he like felt bad about it. And he is the last one left. And we're all watching. Like, Come on, Brett. Come on. (laughs) But that's fun, ditching a tour like a sneaky, sneaky tour ditch. Yeah, it's tough. I'm trying to think of the last tour I went on. I got nothing. Oh, uh, dude, we did a tour in Rome, and my mom booked the wrong one. Not Rome, the Vatican. And instead of it being a cool Vatican Pope tour, I'm all about Pope stuff, it was a Vatican art tour. And oh, yeah. we were looking at all the pictures and talking about the blurriness and the framing and like the hard lines of every picture. And I think all of us were like ma, like i know that you paid for this and it is supposed to be fun and she was like no i booked the wrong thing and we're like oh okay let's leave Wait, oh bye.
1: then then mom this sucks <laughs> it was it's
0: it was the worst tour like you have to be so into art to enjoy that i think even if you're mildly into art you'd be like yo this let me just look at the pictures and you can shut up please and this was sponsored by the vatican vatican cool place not really Cool country, country inside of a country. All right, go cool. back to sports. NFL trade deadline. Anything back good to
1: national sports. Um, besides the Venice Marathon that
0: you guys were all talking about, you're at the water cooler. Did you see that Venice Marathon? If you yeah. haven't seen pictures or videos from the Venice Marathon, go look at those. It's, it's worthwhile. It's worth
1: seeing. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it sucks. It's my first time thinking about the Venice Marathon. But it's important. Uh less important news. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, the NFL trade deadline, which is now becoming a thing, which is really cool. Um because the NFL if if you don't Here's Jake's history lesson instead of that Vatican bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um So the NFL the trade deadline used to be after week 4. And because it's the NFL, no teams would do anything because they'd just be like, okay, um, like our team could still be good. Our team could still be bad. Our young guys could still be good. Our our old guys could still be good. So no teams would really do anything. So they pushed it back, and now the trade deadline is whatever week it is, week eight, something like that. Yeah, something Um, like that. And so there's nine trades, and I think going back, I think – Four, three, four years ago, there was only three trades, so that's like three times as much, Jim. Um, It'll still never be cool because it's not like you can trade like Aaron Rodgers or a starting quarterback, Um, but there were some big names that got traded. Um, A a few defensive names. Ya boy, ha-ha, Clinton Dix got traded from Green Bay, which that was kind of a surprise uh, because he's been having a decent year and Green Bay... Seemingly always needs a little more defense with Rodgers there. How many times Uh, do you
0: think someone's been like, ha-ha, Jake's dick about your penis?
1: Probably once or twice. Um, But so the Packers also traded Ty Montgomery, um, and that's kind of ironic because he... He didn't lose the game this weekend, but a kick return to give Rodgers the ball with two minutes left, he fumbled and lost the ball. And then he, I saw he had a quote that was like, "I don't know my role on
0: the team at all."
1: I think you had another quote because you were you were all jazzed up about yeah you, yeah. Ty a, pl- Mott. A,
0: a player said that they thought a player said what do you, they t- specifically told him not to return that punt, but he was mad at being sat or not thrown to the series before. So he was acting out, and he he was trying to return that punt to like disobey or act out or right. He selfish. was supposed to take a knee. Supposed to take a knee because you got Rogers, who's right. the the number one quarterback you would want to have a two minute drill and uh, down by three game or down by six game. So the players were actively saying, you know, that shit. So I think they had to get him out of that clubhouse.
1: Yeah, and, and man, it's it's funny. You and me, we we do the Yankees stuff, and it's it's been funny. Fully diving in and follow a team through every day, because it's easy to lose scope on a full season, and even even NFL, which has sixteen games. But the Packers now have had two games, one where everyone pointed at Mason Crosby because he missed like four field goals or whatever it was. And so they had to do the whole like you know Mason didn't lose this game we could have done more but everyone's like yo but if Mason Crosby hits those field goals though we just win the game mm-hmm. and then you kind of do the same thing with Ty Montgomery so it's kind of crazy that in half of your losses or whatever you have your team pointing at one guy that's got to be a weird feeling yeah Sonny Gray you, you almost don't appreciate that as as a team. And, dude, something I think we, we should have totally – well, I'll keep doing trade deadline stuff. Um, Dante Fowler, he was, like, the number three pick a couple years ago. He gets traded to the Rams, and they're, like, really good, dude.
0: They're – good. They're
1: really good. They're undefeated. Um, they have the two best, like, defensive tackles in the league. If I, If I say the two best defensive tackles in the league, do you know who I'm saying? No. It, could, you, could you even throw a guess? Like, I think, you, I think you can. I know you're scared right now.
0: Defensive tackles?
1: Yeah. No. Like, one's a mean guy. A mean guy. Like, bad reputation. You gotta give me a hint. Crazy name. Mm, nothing. Name, name starts with two consonants. Last name's three letters.
0: Sud, dude. Zamakian, Sue.
1: You, you had it the whole time. Him and Aaron Donald, who's like arguably the best defensive player in the Never league. Never heard that name. Okay, well, not not helping <laughs> sports part of the
0: show when you say that. But you're supposed to tell me things before you talk about them.
1: Yeah, well, well, we're we're educating you. We're getting you caught up to speed on football. Um, Donald's a guy you kind of got to know, and he's I, I think he won Defensive Player of the Year. Um, but yeah, so with Dante Fowler on the line. Uh, Rams are, like, really good. They have one of the best D-lines in the league. They have one of the best offenses in the league. That's We've seen a recipe like that work before. Demarius Thomas traded from my Broncos. That's going to be funny because the Texans play the Broncos this week, so it's the classic literally trade the guy to the visitor's dugout. Um, so we'll see it's if easy they play him.
0: him. Is J.J. Watt not the good
1: anymore? He's good. He's good. He was, he's had a couple bad injuries, but he's playing solid this year.
0: My brain uh, went to J.J. Watt and long hair, Hawaiian Paul. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce the name. Okay, from the Steelers. He does. He's retired now. But I think he wasn't defensive end. I think he was a safety or whatever. Palomalu, Wein- Yeah. Weinbacker,
1: yeah. Uh, it was really good. Um, yeah, Watt's kind of a D end more than D tackle. What you said defensive keep... end? I said D tackle. Oh. Um. That's okay. But. Uh, Demarius gets traded. It's kind of crazy. And this is how a trade deadline is supposed to work because in baseball you know needs, you know buyers and sellers. Uh, the Texans have just won a bunch of games. I think they were 0-3. Now they've won four or five in a row. Um, and their second receiver, Will Fuller, gets hurt. So they trade for Demarius Thomas, which is kind of cool. Again, we'll see if he plays against the Broncos this weekend. That would be pretty nuts. And then Golden Tate, your boy, uh, gets traded from the Lions to the Eagles. But uh, I, I think something that we missed in New York news, Jim, your your boy, Laletta.
0: Oh, yeah. Got arrested for driving, like, just fast, and then they said pull over, and he didn't pull over and tried to go around them. Does anything else come out about this? It seems super weird. I don't know. I, I, I need more info because I don't get it. Was he drunk? Was he just being annoying? Is he just a dickhead? Did nothing really happen? I think nothing really happened and
1: something happened. I think this is... To me, this sounds like the guy at work who you normally look at and you're like, they're kind of playing Jane. And they come into the office kind of wide eyed and they're like, I think I just got like pulled over or arrested. And everyone's like, okay, Mark, like, what, what'd you do today? You, did you crunch the numbers too hard in front of the cop? He's like, no, I was driving through the city. I'm trying to get around this cop. I, he's giving me a wave. I think he means to pull over and he thinks I almost hit him. So then he, he pulls me over. I mean, we'll we'll see if more details leak. I, I really, I, I doubt it. It just sounds like kind of a crazy story. I mean, the thing that's insane and it, it circles back into this whole Giants nightmarish season slash couple seasons. Like, this was the day he was going to be the guy in practice. <laughs> and he doesn't show up because he gets pulled over in a traffic stop.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, he was driving recklessly. I, I think something was going on. I mean. There's a chance. Yeah. But it is always funny when you want to go right, but there's like traffic cops out there and a detour sign. And they're like, no, you have to go left. And you're like, oh, but like, I see that I can go right. Right. And it's much quicker for me. And I know that you're a cop and you're telling me not to go right. But like, I think I'm just going to try and sneak right. And the cop's like, no. And you're like, okay, fine. Sorry, I'll go left. Maybe that happened. Maybe he was drunk. Maybe he was on drugs. Who knows? Like I'd need to know. I'd, no one knows. The spectrum's wide open.
1: Yeah, I guess now. Now that I'm reading a little more, it sounds. It sounds literally like that. It sounds like he, he turned right and they told him he couldn't do that. Um, and then he, and that this is the part that's tough for me. He says he almost struck a police officer, which uh, that goes two ways real quick, right? Yeah, that that like poli- a,
0: that's kind of like a verbiage attack because you can't just... Th- he almost struck a police officer. What does that mean? Did he... Was he five feet away? Because you know what?
1: And th- this this sucks because it, it sounds like... Well, I was going to say not supporting the men in blue. We got two men in blue here, Jim. Bah, bah, bah. Um,
0: We're both wearing blue for those just listening. This it blue? But he... Yours is blue? Yours looks pretty gray. It's like a bluish gray. Heather blue. Heather Gray. Okay,
1: interested in her. But <laughs> if you if you're driving your car and you almost hit a cop, I think if you're close to almost intentionally hitting the cop, you almost get like an attempted <laughs> manslaughter or something. I don't think they just they just give you the buzzbee. No, like well, I think this guy went into the area he wasn't supposed to be. There were cops in that area. So then they were like, Yeah, he almost hit a cop. Yeah.
0: Cop like ran in front of the car and was like, No, 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 you can't go right. And he did one more inch forward. And they're like, You almost are you gonna hit me? I mean, we don't him. we don't know the story at all. No one knows the yeah. story. It's a very confusing story. Is he actually in trouble? Is there gonna be consequences? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know.
1: I don't think so. I just think it's like everyone did something slightly wrong, and now you're in this situation.
0: All right. Well, last story of the day: Kawhi Leonard and Toronto are uh, good. Kawhi's very good, and Toronto's kind of re- real. And
1: I, I have something time. I wanted to say. No man. halftime. <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ! Halftime came upon us. Jake, how do you think the first half went? I was really pissed off at the end. Terrible play by
1: the ref there. I don't even have a question for you. I'm run, I'm I'm the guy sprinting into the to the locker room and he's so pissed off.
0: I think that was our worst first half in show history. There's not a lot of stories, but that was pretty boor- boring. Let's get into the silly and hopefully we can hammer home the second half. Okay, game on. Game on. Jake, where do you want to start with the stories, um, the silly stories? You start with a story. I'm still mad at you. <laughs> um, this is my man. This is Halloween, so we'll do a Halloween story. A man who dressed himself as a Nazi and his child as Hitler is complaining of ill treatment at a family Halloween event. Did you see this guy's costume? You can't have
1: fun anymore, man. Dude, this guy's this show at a at a good Halloween party. You just can't have fun anymore. The
0: problem with this story is the man's costume isn't a Nazi costume you buy at Party City or Spirit Halloween store.
1: It's no, that's ready for battle.
0: Yeah, it's like a custom made. He's got medals and medallions, Nazi costume where you're like, dude. You're not dressed up as a Nazi for Halloween. You're like a Nazi. (laughs) Yeah. No, you are a Nazi. If you want to do Nazi for Halloween, you better be like a college student going to a college party, not an adult going to a kid's party. But also, you have to have a really shitty, shitty Nazi costume. And also, probably don't do it at all. But this guy is just a Nazi who thought, like, okay, I finally get to wear my uniform. That I have, I, I put it on at night before I go to sleep just to look at myself in the mirror in it every day of my life. But it's finally acceptable to wear it out in public. And then it's like, whoa, whoa, dude. No, 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 no. And he also put a Hitler mustache on his little kid. Which, while funny, is is you're going to get backlash. Yeah, you're you, you don't walk
1: away unscathed from that.
0: You ever had a controversial Halloween costume?
1: I mean, just if you're offended by sexuality, then all of my Halloween costumes, but...
0: I went as a pedophile one year. That's probably frowned upon now. Yeah, it's not encouraged. Remember, I had a mustache. I looked like Jeffrey Dahmer, who was a yeah. serial killer. Yeah. Big glasses. What was that shirt I bought from Rite Aid? It's a classic Rite Aid shirt. It's a good Rite Aid shirt. Paradise City, I think. But yeah, that probably wouldn't fly now. We went as burglars, and we were fully masked. That, yeah i don't know Burglars
1: could be touchy in college there's really still no rules like you just can't go blackface we, That's pretty much the only rule
0: anything racial we we walked into Domino's as full burglars remember we ran in yeah that could have actually been a situation we had a good rapport with them though they hired me like a month later yeah shout out ag Mahmud. i know you're listening yeah you know he is mm-hmm. good guy good wedding a G. Then next year he came out with us for Halloween. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Times were different. All right. You got a story you want you want to throw out there? What about as a kid? Do you have any? Do you have any Listen good? What were you as a kid, Jake? Tell you a story. Um, as Not a kid, a,
1: kind of basic. Uh, I, I had a good power. I had a, like a legit Power Rangers one year. That's probably the one that jumps out. Oh yeah, that was great. Um, because what well, I, well, I Power Ranger? I, I didn't get red. Um, I, I didn't get the normal, like the power ranger one was probably the only costume that my mother got that was at like a costume place. Otherwise it was like the sales rack at Marshall's or whatever it was. Um, I don't know. There was a lot of, there's a bad skeleton costume that came out a lot. Um, the skeleton costume part wasn't bad, but the mask was basically a big, Fake white skeleton pillow thing. So I basically just had a pillow face mask in front of my face, and it was awful. It's too hot, not good. The uh, I guess the classic Halloween Jake story was me, me and two other buddies, uh, Andy Skip and Chris Manella used to go out every Halloween and just run around the neighborhood. Each, each year, a different mom would take a turn, like, driving us around, and we'd sprint to the houses, pound candy. Each year, one of us got violently sick, and it was just—it was at the time when you're young enough that there, there was no learning lesson. It's like, yes, running is fun, costumes are fun, candy is great. You guys aren't going to really learn this process.
0: I was going to ask you cuz you grew up in pretty rural like big houses that are far away woods Connecticut. Was yeah. there how did trick or treating work? Did you go somewhere? So uh, there was a, there was a couple
1: prime neighborhoods just like any anywhere you live, there's a couple spots where you know they got the primo candy bars. Um in our local neighborhood when we did that, which we did as as a youth, that's where the thrown up stories. It would be like a mom in the minivan, probably with a little vino that we didn't know at the time. It said they were drinking Dracula's blood. Um, but, yeah, basically, it. I, the the problem was these driveways were long. Yeah. So, basically, you'd go driveway, you'd sprint to the door, you'd get the candy, you'd sprint back, you'd hop in the car, you'd eat some, they'd drive up to the next house, and then you'd do that. So, it was like, man, it was kind of, it was one of those new... New warrior races. It was basically a a traditional Spartan race.
0: Yeah, I never did the driving from house to house. But when we moved to Connecticut, that's how people came to our house and all that because you have to. You can't walk. The driveways are long as hell and the houses are not close.
1: Yeah, it's almost a win-win for the parents because the kids get more tired pretty easily. You kind of know what they're doing. Um, And this is trick-or-treating before... I don't know. You want to do anything troublesome. So this is probably age 12 and under.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're above 14 and trick-or-treating, you're a certified loser. Right. right they actually right, right. made a law against that in Georgia or South Carolina. You're not allowed to trick-or-treat if you're over 14.
1: It's just such a tough exchange because I, I had a house here in Denver that we were we got all jazzed up for trick-or-treaters. And, yeah, you have, like, the babies start rolling out at like 4 p.m. And you're like, okay, look at you. You're, you're peas in a pod. That's delightful. Take some candy. And then it's 7.30 and you've got like a, a guy from the basketball team shows up. The high school basketball team. You're like, get out of here, dude. You're but like, you don't even you don't even want to do that whole exchange because they're high school kids with energy. Yeah, you're like, so you don't want to be on their like shit
0: list. What are you? Oh, I'm a basketball player. Like, no, what are you for Halloween? Oh no, I'm just, I'm a basketball player. Shut up. Get out of here. Get out of here, dude. Get here. Remember when we were at college we put out a bowl for trick or treaters in our neighborhood, thinking it would be so much fun. We had like a couple, and then you and I just ate the rest of the bowl while we watched sports and felt terribly sick.
1: Yeah, so sick.
0: Uh, You got a story here that you want to go? You want to go to? Yeah, I was a quick hitter, but it was
1: the one that jumped off the page to me, Jim. Um, It's it's the boxer that that gets in a fight with his coach. Uh, It looks like during and after the match. Um, And Jim, so I watched the video and maybe we could get this out there uh boxers in the ring coach is trying to tell him to calm down calm down he takes a swing coach is like whoa hey buddy you just swung at me I'm I'm still your coach then coach goes back to his coaching spot and he's giving him tips and the the boxer's like I'm gonna knock you out and the, the guy's like are you kidding me I'm your coach and then the coach gives him a little a little love tap a little slapping each other around and the guy takes full swing at him yeah and it's so then you take a step back, and you're like, okay, what did I just watch? You and are, A, I think it's surprising that this isn't more prevalent. Um, a, with boxers just getting knocked around a little bit and having a few screws loose. And B, hey, if I'm losing a boxing match, who am I
0: supposed to blame? He lost. So, I mean, once you You're lose, supposed
1: to be my coach.
0: Why didn't you coach me good enough? I just lost this. Now I'm going to beat you up. The coach Let's. dodges almost all the punches, which is like good coaching, I guess. It's better than him. And then he lands a slap to the face. Coach got some skills.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, uh, I, I
0: don't know. Who drops I, who first? Boxer has to drop the coach or the coach has to drop the boxer?
1: The boxer has to drop the coach, but then you're all-time bad guy. If coach drops the boxer, awesome.
0: Yeah. I I, I mean You want to
1: know why you lost? You're terrible.
0: Boom. Yeah. He landed that slap to, the, to the, face. the face pretty nicely. Oh yeah. And, and he,
1: he didn't like jump or run away. He was hanging from the ring.
0: Yeah. He dodged a couple too. I think uh, th- I Team wouldn't want to see this more, but I definitely want to see this more. Okay. It just That's makes fair. so much sense i just lost we you trained me for five months and it didn't work
1: (laughs) (laughs) we lost but i'm the only one getting hit now you're getting hit
0: (laughs) that's however many punches land on me is how many punches are going to land on you if you don't coach me well enough to evade these net net boom there you go um there's a tower somewhere in the country and it's called the devil's tower and these people went up and vandalized it to make it say Christ Tower because the devil word is so terrible. And it's it's just like what are you doing? What are people doing all the time? Makes no sense. So Christ
1: Tower, they thought it'd be the good Halloween prank to call it Devil's
0: Tower. No, it's called Devil's Tower. They got insulted by that and renamed it Christ Tower because they oh don't want the devil God. being around.
1: Tough, tough for me to form words.
0: It's a terrible, like, you what are you doing? Why? People are so crazy.
1: People are so crazy in the name of in the name of the Lord.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite story, and then we'll move on to our Twitter question of the day. An antarctic scientist stabs his colleague who kept telling him endings of books he was reading. So there's two of them. They're in the Arctic for four years with each other doing science stuff, and I'm guessing they have the same collections of books. So the one guy keeps reading ahead and then spoiling all the books for the other guy, and finally, eventually, he just stabbed him. Yeah, been
1: there. That's how I felt at halftime.
0: (laughs) I didn't spoil nothing for you. You st- i i wanted to talk kawaii you took it away from me yeah we did too much trade deadline sorry about you um i used to spoil things for people when i was a young punk kid
1: always still do
0: halftime i didn't spoil anything i don't think you know what the word spoil means yeah and now i hate getting things spoiled and i would never spoil a thing for anyone wow I matured yeah matured wow but like when i was 14 i thought it was hilarious i put the ending of a harry potter in the middle of a harry potter book at uh at barnes and noble i just wrote it on a postcard when dumbledore died and i put it on page like 20 with a post on a post-it note and i just stuffed in there whoever bought that book i just ruined their time like i was so it's such a dickhead thing to do now if you see a movie that i want to see don't say anything don't tell me whether you think it was good or bad don't tell me anything Grown up
1: yeah man so what What about when those guys were watching the virginia tech basketball game at our house and and you turned it off that's funny the three-point shot
0: I, that was funny that's not spoiling it's ruining
1: that's ruining so you're okay ruining but you're not okay spoiling
0: yeah because that was funny uh they were all watching this virginia tech basketball game and there were there was a tie game and there was a play with like one second left they throw up one more shot and I had the remote, and they're all huddled around the TV at this party, and as soon as the ball's in the air, I turned off the game, and they all freaked out. Where's the remote? Where's the remote? <laughs> See what happens? See what happens? And then and then when they finally got it back on, it was in replay. They were reviewing whether like he got it off in time, but they didn't know. <laughs> that was, that's a good time. I'd still do that. Dude, the tech lost. Yeah. I'd, they, they were so mad, Yeah, which they should have been. I don't blame them for being mad. They should have been so mad. You
1: that's... spoiled watching the end of the game for them.
0: Oh, yeah. If someone did that to me, I'd be fucking pissed. But from my point of view, it's hilarious.
1: And you just said you'd do it again. You said you were done with
0: spoiling. That's not spoiling. You spoiled them watching the end of the game. Spoiling's perspective, dude. Spoiling, in the sense that we're talking about it, is telling someone the ending before they get there. Okay. Because I didn't do that. I I fucked their game watching experience. Yeah, so for them, it was spoiled. (laughs) Yeah, you're using, like spoiled as in just like something got run when i think the sense were here the end
1: of the game they wanted to watch they couldn't watch it
0: (laughs) if i was like yo the upstairs television is ahead of this that that shot lands they win that's spoiling in this sense i ruined the game for them (laughs) yeah man yeah i wouldn't tell someone the ending ahead of time anymore but i'd do that prank again it's not really a prank
1: but before you before you go, so before you go see movies now, are you looking up what they're about?
0: No, I don't even watch a trailer. That used to be your big thing. No, I after movies, I look up all the trivia, all the directors' like quotes. Right, right, all right. That. You used to do that before movies, though. So. Nah, before yes. movies, no, I don't like knowing anything. If I if I see the first fifteen <laughs> seconds of a trailer and I know I'm gonna like the movie, I'll just turn off the trailer. You're a bag of farts. <laughs> it's true. We have a problem with that because on my movie podcast, Dave will text me like, yo, the movie was good. Everyone cried at the end. I'm like, dude, don't tell me that because now I yeah. know he dies at the end. And I didn't want to know that. All right. Yeah. Not into it. But I think that this scientist gets to stab the colleague. Like, yo, if you spoil any more books for me, I'm going to stab you. Guy spoils two more books, gets stabbed. He didn't die. Got stabbed. And this, this is in the Antarctic? Yeah, you're going crazy.
1: Yeah, that's tough. To be pulling pranks in the Antarctic, that's basically suicide.
0: Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Yo, there's there's the Antarctic's the, the, the fucking nuts. There's a documentary on it, and they're like, blizzard? There's this scene, Jake, in this movie, maybe I'll send it to you, where they have to practice for a blizzard. Basically, they sure. put buckets on their head so they can't see, and then they have to follow this rope and like touch each other and it's just like watching a, the smartest people in the world like antarctic scientists just being complete idiots slipping like and it. falling on ice blindfolded with buckets over their head walking on a rope it's like what's going on here
1: crazy that that's the best game plan
0: <laughs> it's wild i remember watching the documentary in my film class and just i was the only one laughing what are they doing this is so stupid Smartest people on earth walking around with buckets on their head. All right, any other story you want to do? Let's go to the Twitter question of the day. We go to twit. Which one do you want? I'll let you choose it. Ooh.
1: I'm going with option
0: number two,
1: cause there's no way I could clarify five things I like. Um if you had the option. To hibernate for four months and be awake for eight months without getting tired, would you do it?
0: That's from Albert at all sports al. Do you, do you have an answer? Are you thinking about it? I have my answer. I don't wanna I have my answer. Okay. One, two, three, no. Kill yourself. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: knows the answer. Yeah.
0: I would not – you hibernate for four months, you're awake for eight, you don't get tired. Being awake for eight months without ever getting tired sounds nice. You get a lot done, and since you're not tired, you're that's fine. But I don't want to miss any four months of the year.
1: Like, Yeah,
0: eight? this is – I'm going to assume Albert's a
1: young person because in theory this sounds great. Like I'm never tired, and then it's just four months TKO. But A – if you've ever had any non-tired stretches, you turn on the TV from one to five a.m. and you're like, "Wow, I really wish I was asleep." Um, just some of the worst programming you could ever find. B, it turns into the old man thing, like you just said. You don't want to miss four months, and like, dude, how sad would you get when the four months is coming up?
0: Oh yeah, oh I'm so gone for the next sad. four months. I what four months would you choose? That's the hardest part. I'm not choosing any that include Yankees baseball, which is right. March, which winter? What
1: are you talking about right now?
0: But I love Christmas. Like that's you could still do it. No, you can't do Christmas not on December twenty fifth. That is your problem. 25th. Yeah, I'd miss out on like my whole family Christmas. The,
1: the days of holidays are just made up so people don't kill themselves. That's why Thanksgiving's at the end of November, Christmas at the end of December to get people through the winter.
0: Well, that's not actually why, but we can... But... Well, I'm telling you it is, so... Well, I know the history of those things, so no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: no, and that's that's why I'm telling you. I'm I giving would, you the real history. I wouldn't not miss... What those, not what those books told you. I wouldn't
0: right. miss Christmas. So maybe the Yankees, October... All right. Say the Yankees are having a terrible season. I'd do September, October. You can't
1: pick. It's got to be a regular thing. Yeah. It has to be your standard. So that's why I'm four not months. doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. No, it's a. It's an interesting concept. And not being like, if you were not
0: tired at all, that's a really. That's the most intriguing part of it. I'd get so much done. I'd be so happy. I wish right? I. I wish I didn't get as tired as I get. I'm like actively trying to find remedies to make myself not be tired during the day. Dude, it would also be, I don't know. I think that would be,
1: I think sleep is, well, sleep is necessary. Back to you guys. But not in this situation. I'm, I'm, but like never having your brain turn off. I think that would suck. Like, I know in this world, you're probably saying that your brain adapts and like doesn't need that, but shoot, what do you do? Get work done. Old but what uh, if you said like yesterday, you said your brain was fried. You said you overspent your brain.
0: I know. Like, I, so in this, what church,
1: what if it was like that for three months?
0: No, it wouldn't be because you never get tired. I'm
1: saying you're. I guess it depends on like the definition of tired. There, like yeah, your I was brain tired. Get tired?
0: I was tired yesterday. Like I took a nap. Okay. To, to fix it. So cla- How was that nap. I was cloudy headed. It sucked because. The guy came to fix the boiler and then I fell asleep. Then my grandma came over because she needed help with something. And then I laid back down and my mom called and it's like, man, can't take a nap in the middle of the day anymore. Guys,
1: (laughs) guys, guys.
0: (laughs) All right. What else do we have? There's nothing on today. The Knicks Knicks playing today. What's on tonight?
1: You got nothing on today, John boy. Well, what are you watching? Because there's going to be something on. I know there's going to be a lot of things on.
0: I don't know what I'm watching yet. Are, are there's no Knicks? There's no Rangers? Are there? I don't think there are.
1: No, I I was talking outside of sports because you opened sports talk with the Venice Marathon. What what are, did you finish your
0: your show? You keep telling everyone you're watching Bodyguard. I have one episode left. Yo, Bodyguard's good if you like like Homeland and spy dramas, action. Some of really the action it's more espionage, like you know stuff like that. you like homeland season one i think you'll like bodyguard it's really good it's only six episodes too
1: nice um the knicks do play tonight so i'll be watching that knicks hosting the pacers um and then yeah some other random nba games i'll see if anything jumps out warriors pelicans have fun um that's kind of it
0: Yo, the nhl had 12 games yesterday jake sure they have one today the nhl schedule is a bag of shit i don't understand how do you not make sure you have multiple games every day when you have that kind of schedule? Makes no sense to yeah.
1: me. Yeah. Yeah, that is really weird. Um, yeah, I had no idea.
0: Are they just a dumbly run organization? I don't know enough about it. That seems so stupid to have 12 one day, 24 teams playing one day, two playing the next.
1: You'd like to assume there's an excuse or story. Maybe they're just big Halloween people. Guys want to take their kids out. That was one of the big petitions during the strike.
0: They wanted I to play. W-
1: I want to be with my kids on Halloween.
0: <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. All right. We got talking Huskies today. We got just talking today. Talking Huskies, Jake and Katie Sharp, the queen of stats. Who'd you talk about today?
1: Today is what? Wednesday. Quentin Sutton. We talked about Quentin Williams and Eric Cobb, a uh, couple couple UConn bigs. Um, yeah, we've, we've been doing Talking Huskies. If anyone – are you UConn Husky fans? I know it's a little niche, but if, if you are, you're a big fan. I know – oh, dude, I caught some of the – maybe I'll force you to watch this because I think it's really well done from what I've seen. But they, they did – ESPN did an eight-part series. I think it's called Basketball, A Love Story. I've I've only caught part of it, but last night – Literally, before I'm about to go to bed, I caught the, uh, they talked for 10 minutes about the UConn women's versus Tennessee women's rivalry that was. Mm-hmm. And dude, that's, it is, A, I think it depicted what UConn basketball means in Connecticut pretty well. Um, Like the UConn women won one of their first big games and like people didn't leave the stadium. It was one of those events. Like, the team came out for an encore because they had gone into the locker room and the place was still erupting for like five minutes. So they came out <laughs> and it was, that was pretty wild. But then they talked about the whole Gino, Oriema, and Pat Summit rivalry is, d- dude, just one of the very cool things in sports. Maybe, I I don't know. I, I didn't I feel know like they had
0: like an active rivalry. I never paid attention to that ever. Yeah,
1: and yeah, that was, I guess that was kind of, Out around your Connecticut time But dude it was it was awesome And Gino like it ties Into like men and women and Like but it's also having such Mutual respect but then they started like Jabbing at each other and then they started Like UConn was the underdog And then they started recruiting the same players And it just became this whole thing and like there's There's one really good clip that you'd like And when I say good Clip you like usually look into it But it was before the final four so they're Doing the whole media circus and you know where they ask, and this is like probably fifteen, twenty years ago, so they're doing pushy questions, but not as pushy as they would be nowadays. But so this one reporter's like, I got it. So she, they, they ask Pat Summit, They're like, Hey, you're you're driving on a highway late at night, and you see Gino, and there's no other cars on the road, and you see there's a car on the side of the road, and it's Gino Oriema. What do you do? And you see her, and she's got this just tough, ferocious look on her face. This is kind of middle of the rivalry, and she's like, "I would pull over," and like that's the only answer she gave. And she kind of straightforward kept it moving from there. <laughs> they asked, <laughs> they they told Gino that question, and he goes, "Oh, screw it, I'd walk." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just they're, like there, the differences in their personalities and how they ran the program, and it's 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 a beautiful thing. Nice. So Do you like Maybe Gino? I'll watch some of that. Oh yeah. I mean, I I think he's gotten a little He has his moments where it's a little too much, but it's it's fun and I mean, you can't complain when you when you do it the way he does.
0: Do you think there's no pressure like that he should move on to harder thing? I I
1: think you get chewed up for saying harder thing there, but no. I think and I think there's been a couple articles that have come out recently considering college football coaches because this is the time of the year people start hiring and firing coaches in their head on Twitter. Um, and b- people were saying, like, people need to stop. Like, if you're a good college coach, if you're Chip Kelly, like, don't think there's pressure on you to go to the NFL and be a good coach. Like, just keep putting out the good college product
0: you are at Oregon. Like, uh, I I, it's I kind of a with complex, that. you know? But there's no parity in, in, in – women's college basketball like he will forever get the best recruits and have the 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 easiest route
1: that's what they said about tennessee and then he kind of brought it up so it's i mean why should he penalize himself for doing an incredible job you know yeah and uh, i mean that's the whole argument i i do i totally see what you're saying but it's also like I mean that I think Gino's got a few good press conferences like that. He's like, "Are are we not all playing by the same rules?" Like stores is still in bum bum fuck Connecticut. Like you know, it it sorry, sorry he's doing a good job. I don't know. Yeah. If you were well, and I think I know your answer because this is a little more laid back. But if you had like a bad D one men basketball team, would you hire him? Yeah. Yeah, I think you would in a heartbeat. I think a lot of teams would. I think that's also the interesting thing. I think it becomes. But he won't go. Well, it turns into risk, and for Gino, it's risk for the, it's risk for whoever hires him, and it's risk for Gino. Gino has this pristine, almost perfect resume. So if you're, let me think of a like a a middling basketball school. If you're Auburn's men's basketball team, you sometimes you go to the tournament, sometimes you don't. Like the risk is almost too much there. If Gino comes in and fails, he's you know you're Auburn and they're like, how could you hire a guy that's never coached men's basketball before? And they're like, oh well, you know he's Gino, blah blah blah. If you're Gino, you come and fail, everyone says like, wow, dude, you (laughs) you sucked, huh? You could only you could only coach the girls' team with every advantage in the world. So a job for Gino would have to be like a really good (laughs) college or pro team or something. And they're at the point where they wouldn't take the risk on Gino, So I think it's a little
0: just stalemate. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. I think he won't take those because there's a risk that he's outed as like, oh, you can only win because you have the best talent in a small pool.
1: Yeah, kind of. But he didn't start that way. So he can always go back to that.
0: That's true. Those first couple years were impressive. I'm not impressed by anything yeah. they do anymore. There you go. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I'm doing Talking Huskies <laughs> with uh, Katie Sharp, Queen of Stats. She's awesome. Uh, we've we've
0: been killing that. So if you know any UConn fans, tell them. Yep. Just talking, me and Katie, just talking about Halloween shit and some funny stories. And that is the end of this episode of John Boy and Jake Radio. Our numbers have gotten better every single day, so we thank you guys, and remember that there's a voicemail line on Fridays we want to do voicemails, 908-845-5792, Fridays we want to do voicemail day, we'll see how long it takes to accumulate enough voicemails to actually do it, but let's get that process started, if you're listening, enjoying, engaging, call up, ask a question about us, about anything, or just say something, and uh, you'll be part of the show, and we'll all have fun. Happy Halloween, everyone. Go give all the candy to your trick-or-treaters. Don't trick-or-treat yourself unless you're under 14 and listening to this show, but there can't be any of those people. See ya.